The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. H.P. Lovecraft Everyone fears something. Fear is built into us, and if you are really lucky, it will not consume you. There is a niggle at the back of your brain, reminding you not to hang your legs off the bed, not to look behind you as you run up the stairs at night after turning off the light. When passing a mirror, you hope that it was only your reflection you could see. That inch of movement you think you've seen from the corner of your eye. That blood-run cold feeling you get for no reason. That is fear. Welcome to a look into the unknown, where fear is always on the cards. Welcome to Paranormal Power. Ladies and gents, it is uh, Friday night, and as always, we're here. Oh, look at J Mac from Green Iron Man. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, Friday night, and we're going to chat tonight about uh, the Deckman incident, the beautiful <laughs> incident. There we go. <laughs> we'll bring the child back in when he's finished playing with his toys. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so we're going to chat a little bit about the UFO incident that happened in Deck Woods back in 1979. Yes. Um, I'd always heard about this, and I'd never actually known much about it until I went up there one time with a friend, talked about it a little bit. Do you guys Do you guys remember that? Is it something, because you guys grew up around this area, is it something that you've always knew about? No, nah, I'll be honest, I knew <laughs> no. nothing about it. No, nah, I knew nothing about it until about six, seven months ago. Mm. That was about it. Uh, I mean, my my um, my knowledge of it started on uh, a particular night of camping that you joined me for uh, up in the, the old Deckman Hills, yeah, yeah. and uh, ah, the the stories were rampant that night. The stories of you know UFOs, alien abductions, uh, flat Earth, and um, Millwall. So <laughs> it was it was a it was a good night. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I'm. Um, I did think that that intro was a little twilighty. Uh, it's pretty awesome, though. That pretty That's awesome. a cool name. If if I didn't know any better, I'd say that that Typheron Joyaxx, that was an alien's name. We got an alien tuning in. We've got somebody <laughs> tuning in. That's it. Keep it keeping tabs. Yeah. Um, it looks like it looks like somebody sneezed when they were trying to type their name in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So right off the bat, we are not experts in any kind of paranormal field or in any UFO way of life or any of that cool stuff we are however people that like to look into it and surmise and read about it just like everybody else so today we're going to really just set set the scene about what happened back then or what apparently happened and kind of just shoot the shares on that so here's a little bit of context one of the most incredible close encounter cases to have ever occurred in scotland happened on november 9th 1979 when forestry worker Robert Bob Taylor encountered a hovering dome-shaped object above a clearing in Deckment Woods, near Livingston, central Scotland. He was then attacked by two spherical objects with spikes that rushed out from beneath this object and pulled him towards the dome. This case stands head and shoulders above any other Scottish UFO case, 
and has the prestigious hallmark of being the only case officially investigated by the police and forensic science laboratories in Great Britain. UFO researcher Malcolm Robinson was one of the investigators on this astonishing case and in his blockbusting book he provides all the facts and figures. The Deckman Woods incident stands the test of time as being one of the biggest UFO cases in the annals of British ufology. Creepy. Great voiceover work again. <laughs> Loving it. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, was um, that you? I was, you? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'd like to state just before we actually get right into this, right? Because everybody is always going to kind of shrug their shoulders and roll their eyes when we talk about UFOs and aliens and all that cool stuff. You can just see the meme right now, right? Earlier. <laughs> well, remember that last year, the Pentagon yeah. came out and said that UFOs exist. Yeah, and I mean, released all you... their classified information. You can see it right here. A couple yeah. images here that I'd kind of taken. And, you know, that's the Pentagon now coming out and saying, you know, there are things flying in the sky and we don't know what they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're none of ours. Just generic American <laughs> accent from nowhere. <laughs> Um, the see, I, I'm a big believer in the the drip feeding kind of conspiracy. Where yeah. since since the the kind of 1950s, they've been drip feeding us uh, kind of images of aliens and pop culture and stuff like that to kind of get us used to the idea. Like, it, it, actually, I mean, it's a really daft film, but uh, Paul, you ever seen Paul? Paul's yeah. a fantastic movie. Paul's a great movie, and it doesn't get enough yeah. credit. It's an absolutely brilliant film. It's really funny, and it's actually really clever as well. Um, but he actually says that he's like, he's like, why do you think that I look like this? Why do you why do you think that this is the picture you see on lunch boxes and stuff? It's because this is to get you used to it, so Aye. that you don't basically faint and pee yourself <laughs> um, <laughs> whenever you come across one. Um, Aye. So yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I'm looking at this comment here. Is this uh... I Keith Carlin? <laughs> Carlin? Yeah, he says I know what I seen that night. I mean, that could just be him telling us his favorite book or TV show about aliens, oh. or he, he indeed seen something in Deckman. And if that's the case, you need to clarify. Get more information. <laughs> tell us what it is that you've seen. Uh, Heather Dow says, "Love Paul." Yep. Yes, <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> fantastic movie. So but yeah, I so might, I, I do think you might be right with that. The, the concept that we're continually being drip-fed information. Um, it kind of makes sense. You know, everything's classified to a certain extent, and it kind of goes with the, the stuff that Kev's saying about the American releasing classified information. And I know that's up to a certain point. They, they can only house it, but mm -hmm. it's certainly a good way to get mass populations accustomed to the idea that they've been downplaying for years. Yeah, yeah well... Thingy, if you look at back when uh, Tom DeLonge, I mean, he's been into aliens since way back in the early years of Blink-182. It's all the way through his music. Yep. Aliens exist. And then if you listen to Angels and Airwaves, it's like something you'd find and listen to in space, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So he went on the Joe Rogan podcast and talked about how people he can't talk about told him that he would be used through his media, be it music, and then he started making movies to kind of funnel the information. existence. Yeah. And Joe Rogan's like, tell me more, man. And he's like, no, no, no. Can no. he? <laughs> Can't come on a podcast, talk about aliens and not tell you anything. 
Exactly. Um, I'll go back. <laughs> <have a, laughs> so Keith Keith Carlin says I was at a rehearsal at Howden Park Centre. Whoop. Says we got out of the car about seven fifteen p.m. that night, mm-hmm. and then he says my mum and dad said to us we were just kids, um. So he was just a kid at the time when his mum and dad said to us, and he said look at that light in the sky. I'm um, just waiting on the next comment here, and. Nick Geo says the guys at Comic Scene are doing a comic about the history of Kirk Newton. There's a UFO story in there. I wonder if it's related to Tony Foster. Ah, well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Keith says it happened in the morning, not at night. Well, <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, Malcolm has said to me since, yeah. <laughs> Does this guy know Malcolm? Then? I think wait until he's yeah. finished the story, then read them all. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, yeah. that's a good, good. Kind just, of... just write it in one paragraph, and we'll read the whole, read the whole thing. Or I'll send you a link, and you can come on and join in. Yeah, get this that guy. would be get, cool. Actually, bring him on to get yeah. him have a wee conversation. Yeah, if you're interested in coming on to tell your story here, what we'll do is we'll go through the show here. But if you've got the courage to come on and chat to the audience here tonight, you can. I'll send you a link. Just private message our page. And uh, not the Bathgate Cinema page, the Jibber Jabber podcast page. If you private message us, I'll send you the link and you can come on and tell your story and we'll, we'll chat to you a little bit about it. All, all you need is a smartphone. That's all you need to come on. So, yep. Heather Dow, I think the guy needs to come on the show. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's why you don't so, need to read every comment. <laughs> I know. I, I have to. She's a member, which uh, you can oh, that's, post that's her true, YouTube. Actually. You one of the perks, me. one of the yeah, perks yeah. of being a member is we have to read your comment regardless of what you write, yeah, no matter absolutely. what. Watch this get us in trouble. <laughs> um, Colin State says, "I know Malcolm, and I've linked him to the podcast tonight. Thank you, thank um, you. Yes, we actually will be plugging his book quite a bit because that's mm-hmm. kind of what we've been reading up on to get a lot of the source material on that. So more to come on that. Right. So let me just say though, this was the only UFO." incident that was actually followed up by the police yeah and i believe that to be in the uk probably because a lot of that stuff goes out in america and by the way right that area which i used to live right next to you'll remember this jmac i used to live right next to where this incident happens i could literally see it from my house Mm. that area apparently is is a hotbed for alien activity which i've got a clip here i'm going to play that kieran had linked to me earlier it's a hotbed and apparently people have seen things going on around that woods and this is years after the incident um and a lot of people have seen stuff that they've not reported but but there was a sighting in 2020 2021 2021 yeah yeah and uh, i'm going to go ahead and play this so for anybody that's listening after the fact and spotify google play or wherever you're listening to the show this is why you should tune in live or tune in and watch us watch the show on YouTube because you'll be able to see the cool clip. So here it is here. And, and I'll just say as well, because at first when I watched it, I was like, what am I looking at? There is a part on the dash cam. This is in Livingston and Deckman where someone kind of pulls up. You see a lot of cars and then you see an some kind of ship above the car and it's kind of green. Right. So let, let's check this out.
as you can see, that was courtesy of the Daily Record. It was really nice of them to send that to us or let us use it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, so, so, what's the what's the story behind that then? Um, other than just that's the dash cam footage. Do we know any of the details? Um, uh, so basically, uh, this was uh, by a woman named uh, Tress Blair. Uh, she was from West Lothian. She was up at uh, Deckman Law doing like a, a sky watch, um, and it occurred. Uh, about 2 a.m. Um, by the time she was leaving, as she got there, as you can see in the camera, this is from her story, you see in the camera, they pulled up, there's nothing physical in front of the car, uh, apart from some grass. And then as the camera turns back on, when she goes to leave, um, she says that the, the camera picked up uh, a ship right directly above where they were. Except at the time, they apparently never noticed, and it was only when going through their camera footage uh, later on that they found it out um, but there's no you know I went through sort of uh, analysis and um, there's no uh, like tamperment been happened uh, with the video um, and I couldn't really find many other sources on it other than uh, just the one from the uh, Daily Record site um, so that's that's kind of the premise of how, where it happened and why it actually happened on the 10th of October 2021 so it's not even that long ago mm, that's literally a few months back exactly so yeah, it's um, not far. It's not part in the past at all. Mm-hmm. Do you know one of the the biggest kind of um, not? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not skeptical. Skeptical about UFOs. I think I'm, I'm skeptical about a lot of footage of them because it, it's so easy to fake it nowadays. And mm-hmm. sometimes the more you see, the more likely it is it's going to be fake. So a video like that is actually pretty good because it is kind of dubious. It, like it, it kind of it's up to interpretation. But my question is. If you if you look at planes, like planes uh, in the sky have got technology on board that um, lets them essentially see in the dark. The lights on the planes are only f- so that other things can see them. Why do UFOs have lights on them? <laughs> right, I, I don't. I've never understood that. Why, why? Why? What's the need for a UFO to have a light on it when it's in the sky at night? Either it's not a UFO or it's something it's it wants to be seen it's a weird one i could i I could give you a skeptical answer on that is -hmm. that it might not necessarily be a light um when i mean i don't know i'm not a massive ufo uh geek i just happen to quite like subject but like if footage of ufos at night and stuff it's usually lights in the sky and things like that but any method of propulsion um requires heat generally and burning of anything happens to be produced light you know any you you produce any sort of propulsional method you generally get uh, heat and light as a byproduct so it might not necessarily be a light in itself it could just be Mm. the the propulsion method um given off a light well i feel <laughs> we have a couple so comments, I don't yeah. know for sure. I'm just uh, I'm speculating. It's a good question among many other questions you would ask mm. about UFOs. Um, so Keith says we came out the theater about nine thirty, and this light in the sky followed us all the way home. And he says I've spoken to Malcolm about it, and he totally is astounded by our story. This wasn't a helicopter. <laughs> um, he says this was genuinely a light in the sky. Don't know what it was, it, but it wasn't a helicopter. He also said there as well that is it just a little further up? Um, but it was absolutely 
yeah, so the the Bob incident was during the day, and that was the day before Bob had. Uh, I won't say I've been abducted because usually an abduction they take you away, right? I think he just got ragdolled by a couple of wee metal yeah. balls, right? Typheron <laughs> <laughs> says, "You're assuming that the crew see the same range of light as we do. They might not be lights." That's I think essentially yeah, what you said that's there. Not right? a theory, yeah, yeah. yeah. Janice, hey. nice to see you back, our American hey. friend. Our American yeah, friend you... across the pond. There's a lot of UFO stories going yeah, across yeah. the pond. Yeah, um, um, absolutely. So. It's it's always nice to have the, the old Americans in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there absolutely, cans. Uh, so before we actually dive into the kind of what happened, um, it's e- easier for me to play this clip than to go through it because this summarizes it perfectly, and we'll kind of just really start to dig deep into that story and take it from there. Forty years ago, in broad daylight, something extraordinary happened here in West Lothian in Scotland. Are reports made by police detectives and forensic scientists evidence of a terrifying extraterrestrial encounter? To this day, what's become known as the Deckmont Woods incident is still the only reported UFO sighting to be formally investigated by the police. As 61-year-old forestry worker Robert Taylor was walking his dog, He said he encountered what he described as a 30-foot object that pulsated from grey to translucent, hovering above the ground in front of him. Now I'm going to investigate the facts. What happens next, if true, takes the term close encounter to a whole new level. Because Bob Taylor didn't say he just saw a UFO. He was attacked by one. As Bob watched the UFO levitate, he claims two spheres, each with rods protruding from them, appeared from beneath the craft and rolled towards him. These are the drawings made at the time by Bob of the UFO and the spheres. Malcolm Robinson interviewed Robert several times about the incident before Robert's death in 2007. Balls start rolling towards him. Yes. Then what? They projected these spike-like projections towards his person, i.e. his hips here on his trousers, pulled them very, very forcibly, slightly upwards, and then towards this larger object. Now, Bob said at this point, he smelled a horrible burning smell. Then he heard a swishing sound, and then bang, he lost consciousness. As Bob came back round after about 20 minutes, he was dazed and realised his trousers were ripped. They went to his truck, which was further up the forestry right here, and they tried to radio base to call attention to his boss that something weird had happened here. He couldn't speak. So he decided to stagger home. These are the actual trousers that Robert Taylor was wearing. The trousers were sent for forensic analysis. Scientist Lester Nibb from Lothian and Borders Police concluded that both of the tears were consistent with the material having been pulled up while the trousers were being worn. You reckon that this is the 1% chance that we've got that this is coming from outer space? I firmly believe in the testimony of Robert Taylor, and I believe he saw what he saw. Damn, a lot to unpack uh, there. I that lot going on. You can see there that's uh, Malcolm Robinson and the and in, in that clip, uh, and we will be telling you a bit about his book. He's the guy that pretty much novelized this this happening uh, we've got a few comments here so we'll kind of read them out here it says colin stead says 
I was at the Deckmont Skywatch that night and I could not take Tress Blair seriously. Sorry, sorry guys. Ooh. Keith says, no one will ever believe what we've seen that night. My mum, my dad, we're church elders. <laughs> like, that's that's major. I mean, like church elders are like, nah, there's no UFOs. Yeah. There's, there's, there's God in heaven, there's a devil in hell, and we're in between, and that is it. Yeah. Wow. So that's, that is that's a pretty profound thing to say and a brave thing to say in that community i mean it's easy to get ousted from religious communities for having beliefs that are outside the the kind of zeitgeist of what they believe so mm -hmm. i am um, brave to come out and say that stuff absolutely mm -hmm. uh, which which uh, church uh, are you a member of keith if you don't mind me asking <laughs> well uh, like bob they wouldn't make up his story he said um craig matthewman dude got the probing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, says, we, hi, genuinely, <laughs> we genuinely had a light hovering over our head that's crazy and janice says this is by far the most interesting ufo story i've ever heard well do you, do you know why do, do you know why because most stories that you hear are always along these lines right oh, it's yeah. always i i in my truck and we were on the back road from woodsburg to hillsbilly and uh well, we, we there's a big blue light in the sky, and I looked up and I was like, "Hey, there's a light. What color do you think it was? It was blue. And it got mm -hmm. bigger and it got bluer. And I went through my windshield, but it didn't break. Mm -hmm. And I was on ship, man. And it's just like, shut up, man. There's there's yeah. never any credibility behind the stories. Uh, um, there's there's never there's never a, a corroborating witness. There's never. I, I don't know. It it seems to me like aliens always abduct people. <laughs> that really are of no value to them you know what i mean nope. so you never you never get a, you never get like a a scientist never gets abducted uh, uh, so i'm safe world, then world, <laughs> oh, yep you're safe yeah, world, <laughs> i'm not clearly <laughs> um but yeah I, I, I don't know there's always a lot of uh, dubious information out there and it's just kind of bandied around as fact without any real consideration for and um, mm. what what could actually be going on um, well let's look at um robert taylor anyway right so he was an upstanding member of his community he was a, a world war ii veteran so yep. he actually was rescued from the beaches of dunkirk yeah right, right. um so he come home and he then was kind of he was the the maintenance man for the forest the guy that would go out and make sure everything where it should be no sheep are running about where it shouldn't be paths are cleared all that cool stuff he goes out and this incident happens. He comes home, speaks to his wife about it. They kind of contact the authorities. And then for years later, right up until he passed away in 2007, he never looked to, like people could say, well, why, why would you fake it? Or to make money. He never made any money off it. He didn't no. seek to make money off it. He didn't chase any publicity. It was them no. that came to him, yeah. you know, and, and he was just telling his story. A lot of, the reason as to why this holds some weight to it is because of who that man was yeah and, and how and how he went about the aftermath of that you know yeah i mean there's always the the real possibility of ridicule within your your kind of local community when you come out with stories like that so yeah. it's again why why would you do it why 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 would you why would you make it up unless you were silly enough to think you could make money off it mm. you yeah. know 
Craig Matthewman yeah. says, let me grab my HD camera. Said no UFO witness ever. <laughs> it's, it's so true, man. It's it's like um, it's like you, they can send you a, like a picture, perfect, clear image from Mars. But whenever there's CCTV footage of a robbery, it's like somebody from Minecraft. <laughs> you know. Um, Keith says, honestly, guys, we stood outside the theater and watched the light hovering above came out and it genuinely followed us home and that out of, like, out of yeah. curiosity keith I, like how close to it was you that was that was not english how close to it <laughs> well how close to you americans oh man i can't even talk now how close was the light to you and like relation because like, obviously you were younger your mom and dad was it like you know way in the sky or was it kind of you know mid-level with the building or you know where about you say that it was above you and it followed you home. Like if it's level, eye level with you, then you know that's terrifying. If it's miles in the sky, you know that. How to like to what extent? I think that's that's a new T-shirt, by the way. How close to it was you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm never <laughs> living that podcast. down. I'm never living that down. Keith says 100% Bob didn't make it up. I've seen nonsense posted about him being a magic being on magic mushrooms. <laughs> Do you know what? Well, to be fair, as Dean's, as No offense, I was going to say it was high, but then okay. I was going to say if, if, even if he was on mushrooms, if there's ever a man from Livingston that deserves to be, he's allowed it. He can have it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, thing is, um, when you look at kind of what happened up in Deckman, right? It's not something that you can kind of just shrug off. I mean, there was something really genuine about it. Mm. And since then, people have claimed to have seen stuff. And, and like you see there, Keith's saying that he saw something mm. before, yep. the night before that happened. To well, Bob. And here's another thing, sorry, just to kind of elaborate on that, right? People, skeptics will say, oh, yeah. And I, and I read it. I think it's, it's even in the book that Malcolm had written. People are saying, you know, the guy was a smoker. So he hallucinated. Like, the skeptics, see when something happens like that, something paranormal or a UFO, like, the chances <laughs> of, of him hallucinating because he's a smoker are surely just as great as him encountering a fucking UFO, right? <laughs> that's that's so true, man. It's, it's <laughs> like, when it, whenever, whenever there's any kind of any question about a story, they're like, it's like, oh, okay, I understand you had a headache the day before. Did you take any paracetamol? Or, nah, exactly, yeah. You know, we all know paracetamol gets you off your chebs. I guess um, you swung a bit back up. And you the crazy thing. Uh -huh. Oh, no, by all means. I'll, I'll no, get to that in a minute. Sorry, I was just basically going to say that uh, the craziest thing is myself and J-Mac and a few other friends went up to Deckment Hills one night, took a couple of... Uh, quite a few crates of beer we set up camp and i'm just going to show you a couple pictures so this was an image of the day look how beautiful it's a really nice place to go when you look and you can see pretty much everything hmm. uh, from because there's some some really high hills up there i uh, genuinely thought there was a ufo in the sky there it's just a dirty mark on my screen <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also see here how cool would it be right now if looking at these images we just kind of like that part in signs just kind of seeing an alien king of it this was our camp for the night and we, I, didn't even know, I didn't even know you took any photos. Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, there, there's our stuff. Uh, whose who's arm is that? Uh, not yours. I don't know <laughs> whose that is. 
Whose arm's that? All oh, right, uh, that's that's our that's our old our old uh, He was there. So here's the thing: we we camped there, right? Really not knowing that we were at this exact site. They, these again are images I took the day after when it was light. Um, this essentially was the spot that we camped. So we camped where that guy got swung about, right? And unfortunately, we never seen anything. Well, we were all kind of half cut, so it would have been hard to see anything. But I was in bed first. Embers. Oh, he, ugh, didn't even. That's a, we're going to tell that story on another Wait, podcast. Do, right? do you remember but, when you and me just God. stared into each other's eyes and started giggling and couldn't stop for like 15 minutes? <laughs> no, we were not on mushrooms. We were, were not on mushrooms. I'd love to try mushrooms, but I've never done it. Hi, <laughs> store-bought. Uh, so yeah, we... we... <laughs> We camped mushrooms. <laughs> nothing happened, and we never seen anything no. in the sky. Uh, I used to cycle past there every day for work. I will be again very soon. Never. Lost your left, have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I seen. I seen pastures new, Kieran. Well, here's Aye. the thing. I could I could cycle past. Uh, I could cycle past the forests here, UFO, but yo. How often do you kick about here? No, do you fancy keep my chest? What way do you go? I don't know. You just drop me over over the industrial estate. I've been getting you. Where's Bob telling the truth? So the thing is, I, I cycled past there many, many times alone in the dark. Um, nothing. Never seen a thing, but what's the chances in that? Real, realistically, what's the chances? Um, just before we get to the next part, I'm going to look at a couple comments here we got from you guys. Colin stayed. Here you go, J-Mac. You take a shot. Uh, we shot here. At... Right, it says, uh, were any of you guys at Malcolm Robinson's 40th anniversary speech regarding the Bob Taylor in uh, Dean's? I'm assuming it's uh, regarding the Bob Taylor incident in Dean's 2019. Uh, Ian Walk, the detective involved in the case, said that uh, that night he was genuinely baffled by what happened that morning to Bob Taylor. In case you're wondering why I keep doing this, is because my camera is sitting kind of in the middle of my screen, so I'm having to maneuver around it to read um, because my setup's pish. It looks good at the back, but if you look at the front, it's an absolute dumpster fire. Um, so, obviously, yeah, we've got the opinion there of uh, somebody you could yeah. say was as respected, and he, he doesn't think that it's horse poop. No. Mm, yeah, we we went there at that speech. Would have been cool. I would like to. It would have been awesome. But I didn't even know yeah. it was a thing. At that point, twenty nineteen, I don't even think I knew this had happened. Hey, we need but... to get along to this. Uh, I know that there's a society, the UFO mm. society. They're yeah. clearly local. Uh, we have a production team, full camera setup, four K as well. So if, <laughs> catch, if we not, catch Jen, it'll be in not these ones. <laughs> We've got yeah. better ones. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, if there is anything to catch, hey, give us a shout. Contact us. Let us get involved. We'll come along and film, and uh, it'll be pretty cool. Uh, so Keith, says, is, get... mm-hmm. no, I was gonna I was gonna respond to Keith's comment, but mm-hmm. uh, so Keith, you're saying that they, they they will we'll all laugh at this. You realise we're a podcast that talks about ghosts and paranormal stuff, and generally, what would be perceived as dumb stories to other people. Uh, there's a reason why we talk about it. It's because we find it all interesting. We're not going to laugh at you. That's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, we chuck in, uh, we chuck in uh, silly comments. Yeah, we jokes here and there, of course. But yeah. it's not. It's not against. It's, it's not. It's not against the whole kind of situation. It's just. No, it just not. makes it more entertaining, doesn't it? I hope so. Anyway, tell us, tell us anyway. exactly. <laughs> and the fact that you've got a story linked to this one is profound in itself. Mm-hmm. We need to get you on 
to talk about it. Absolutely. Uh, ask this question to you. Um, Craig Matthewman says he should have sent his buggy <laughs> coupons away for a one megapixel camera. That's that's a callback. That's a callback to a, the, our first paranormal part of the episode, yeah, uh, and which there was a picture of a ghost taken with a camera that was uh, basically procured one. through the collection of fag coupons, cigarette coupons. Damn it, demonetized cigarette coupons. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I think that there was there was there was not a big space between the first word and coupons, so I think we'll be all right. Uh, we'll survive this one. Uh, Bob genuinely was a quiet guy, married who just went about his daily job. Ah, so did you know Bob Keith? Um, why would he want this publicity? Absolutely. Stephen Thompson says should have took some mushrooms with you. Ah, then we just we would have seen a lot. Keith again says genuinely look at the documentary, guys. It's been com commented magic mushrooms were prevalent in the forest well well fair, well there is about four four hundred species throughout the whole of the uk that just grow wild all over the place but nobody knows mm -hmm. nobody knows what they're looking for so it's just a cybercillic well cybercillic mushrooms are not an somebody thing. knows somebody knows what they're looking for if you do know please get in touch with jibber jibber oh, jibber podcast. <laughs> well, here's the thing i've got friends i've got friends that hunt these shrooms and yes. had they had I heard that they'd been up there, I would have known because my friends would have done it. It's not my bag, I'd not know all that, right? Yeah. But my friends are. And if they'd known they were up there, they'd be up there getting them. I did know they were in Howden, which is by the way where that theater is. Um mm. and I've heard that they were there, never heard that they were up in Deckman. Doesn't mean it's not possible, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, I live right I used to live right next to the theater, actually. That's yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The other thing as well, problem, right? The problem mm -hmm. with any experience is that it's easy to shoot it down with an argument if you weren't there. Mm -hmm. Aye. Do you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yep. I, I know a guy who just, he tells, he, he tells stories and, and you, you know, you know, he's talking pish, but you humor him. Yeah. And it's, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's the way of life, right? Something. But if you were there to see it, you, you, you wouldn't argue it. But if, because you weren't there, you're like, now nah, you're talking crap. Do, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? It's 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 a complicated way to look at things. I think there's a lot of jealousy in it as well. You get a lot of jealousy because there are people that want to experience things and never do, and then somebody tells a story that they have, and you're like, no, you didn't. You know, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want somebody to have something that you want and can't have. Mm. Uh, Colin said it was Belladonna. He said, so he was said to be tripping out on not magic mushrooms. Either way, that theory was nonsense. And Keith says, come on, Colin. I love that there's an argument happening right there. That Colin said, <laughs> says, Bob wasn't tripping out. <laughs> and Janice says, I wonder what MUFON would say about the incident. Um, now you need to let us know what MUFON is. Ah, you've got to have to explain <laughs> that one. I don't know if you can tell, but this isn't a really serious <laughs> podcast. We like to just talk about stuff we don't know about <laughs> um, and try and be entertained. So MUFON, so I'm, I'm assuming it's M U F O. N, N, right? So uh, what does the M and N stand for? <laughs> Move on. <laughs> maybe, they're just just telling us, maybe they're just telling us to finish up and just move, move on. on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> Mutual UFO network. Right. So this is the the mothership. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin, what's that? what's your background in the whole situation? Yeah, so Colin seems to be more skeptic 
then Keith, yeah, he's, he's talking a lot Keith. about the other people in the conversation, but he's, mm-hmm. he's not told us anything about himself. I'm just curious about the guy. Ah, yeah. So yeah. if you feel um, free, feel free, can you give us a wee bit of info? So think about it this way, right? So you're out doing your job, walking your dog. You gonna take mushrooms that time of the day? Nah. Are you working? That's, that's a good dog? point. You'd need to have a mushroom problem. To be doing that, <laughs> which no one ever said he had, right? Because think about it, I, I'll go like this. I've never, myself. I've never hmm? heard of anybody that's experienced mushrooms and called it a problem. I know. I think it's one of these kind of non-addictive things to do. Okay. So what, why did your... I say it like that? Things to do <laughs> for people at home. Colin says, "No, I 100% believe Bob Taylor." All okay. right. So okay. Just maybe the, the cool thing is that I like that there's two different, they both believe Science in the same thing. Two different, yeah. Heather Dow says, but he also and that's how religion happens. Was, yeah, <laughs> Heather Dow says, but he also believes said it was nonsense that Bob was tripping. So I don't think he's arguing. I'm just seeing the, the comments, comments quickly. quickly. Mm. So he's out, goes for a walk, sees this big dome looking thing, and these wee balls. So think about it. And by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this has been said. Other people around the world had a, a similar experience with this big dome thing appearing and two wee jaggy balls coming out and <laughs> just absolutely ragdolling you around. Stop the saying way. big dome and wee balls. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you need to explain it in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela Mantikova says, can you have a mushroom problem if you're a fun guy? <laughs> Oh, oh God! Oh, Michaela, stop making the jokes right. that I should be thinking of. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was funny. Well, see, just to add to the the story that Keith was talking about, um, mm. the night before that happened, a woman named Barbara Gerard uh, seen lights in the sky um, and reported it to the. Oh. Oh, your music. Uh, reported your it to the. Uh, I reported it to the the police in uh, Glenrothes, um, and again they all laughed at her and said she was mental. Um, yeah. But they uh, she reported that, and she's seen them out towards the west and from basically from Glen uh, Glenrothes across the west. It's kind of southwest, but it would take mm-hmm. you towards Livingston. Um, mm-hmm. And when she heard the news the next day about what had happened to to Bob, she. Um, that's when she reported it, um, and it just added kind of a wee bit of credibility. She wasn't the only person to report it, but she was certainly one of the people that came forward afterwards to say, "I've this is what I seen." Hmm. Well, here's so something, kinda... right? The forensics that had a look at his trousers said that it wasn't ripped by himself; that he was pulling his trousers up at the time as he was being dragged. So, yeah. whether you're on shrooms or not, something must have grabbed him. Yeah, that much is clear. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. had bruising on his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, what, the only thing, I'm going to say this, right? Because we look at UFO phenomena and these, because we see movies based on true events that may or may not be real, and they get taken away in the big spaceship. They get slapped about, stuff shoved up them, bits of them ripped off, and then they get sent home, and they're like, oh, oh, they're not the same person, right? What? <laughs> I think, I'm just going to bear with me on this, right? <laughs> this was probably just a few folk on their lunch break having a laugh. Like, Here, watch us, watch us, we Dave. Jump, <laughs> send the boss down, like we drones. 
So let's just ragdoll him about for the sake of it. Because what, what was the purpose in dra- ragdolling him about? Like, mm. what was the purpose? I reckon, because think about it. Say there's aliens in there or whatever's in there. They can have a sense of humor. And if mm. I was an alien and I'm just like kicking about on this other wee planet, there's a guy walking his dog named to a boot. I'm like, oh, J-Mac, check us out, man. Hey, let's get out here, man. Before somebody sees us. Sitting next to you going, mate, that's not what they balls are for. <laughs> like, I, but it'll be class. They're there for some proper extraction. <laughs> or maybe, maybe those balls were sent out to gather some kind of any, some kind of information from the earth and he just got in their way and he's like Whoa! I, I'm curious I'm curious uh, as to whether or not the dog was affected in any way has there ever, ever been right, anything ah. mentioned about that no it, not that I could find hmm. you know uh, there is another story about the dog let me just bring it up in a second Colin State hmm. says I was 10 years old in 1979 and grew up in Craig's Hill I remember it being massive news at the time and I have been interested in the subject ever since that's right. brilliant cool. get this right so that's I in Armadale, which is not far from Dean's, in that very book that you can see down at the bottom, right? A dog was taken by a UFO and had its legs ripped off. Like, all they found was the leg. So, right. like, maybe... Where do the, the UFOs come into that, though? I mean, you find the, a dog leg and go, UFOs, defo. No, the guy's dog was, he was like, oh, man, a UFO just came and took my dog. And they're like, all right, let's go look for your dog. Well, that was fun, your dog, kind of. Kind of sounds like the guy was fed up walking the dog to me, like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, it's no you. <laughs> Maybe aliens were on My dog is completely intact, I'll tell you that right now. Abby Crawford, <laughs> have you had some mushrooms tonight? I, uh, wait a minute. What no. The, no, I've not. No. I actually I actually have, um, but they were, they were in a stir fry. Um <laughs> So there was nothing special about them, nothing <laughs> magic. The aliens were mushroom picking. Ah, that's why you've never seen <laughs> Maybe the aliens were on mushrooms, and that's why they were like, let's fucking roll this guy over. It's a random To be fair, Michaela just said that. That's what she said. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, were, maybe uh, that's what they were doing. They were there <laughs> see, see, on that on that kind of note, one of the things that makes it kind of credible is the evidence of the tracks and the markings left in the ground. Yeah. Um, and it is kind of indentations um, where the craft was apparently standing and then tracks on the ground from where the the two balls rolled out towards him. Um, and there's no... Uh, I watched a, an interview by a guy, um, PC Douglas, who was a retired uh, cop at the time, or is now, it wasn't at the time, uh, and he says that they were checked for entry and exit tracks in and out of the area, and the only place that the whatever was there could have gone, even if it had been man-made, the only place it could have gone was up. Mm. Okay. So there's nowhere physically for anything to go. There was no tracks in or out of that area. The only place it could have gone was up between the trees. So it's kind of right. kind of interesting been, in that sense. Has there been any other explanations as to what the tracks could have been made by though? No, no, they, they not said that I found. nothing that could really. Yeah, I mean, it got passed on to like proper like CID for forensic analysis, and they came in, and you know, there was there was nothing ever really. It's still the case is still open. There was never uh, a resolution to it, mm-hmm. right? Which That'd be a cool, a cool book to open again, wouldn't it? Well, mm-hmm. it kind of has um... it's, it's resurfaced. I think because mm-hmm. of what happened, apparently with 
uh, in 2021 and it's kind of one of these things that's constantly on the go mm-hmm. I mean that's Bob Taylor's opportunity but like, see I tell you you know, um, for everybody at home watching this, I've just posted a link for wherever you're watching this to the book that you can buy by mm. Malcolm Robinson, which is called The Deckment Woods UFO Incident, An Ordinary Day, An Extraordinary Event. Uh, definitely check it out. I'm really enjoying it. It's, yeah. uh, it basically goes into proper detail and really sets the scene, gives you everything that kind of went on around about that as well. So it's not just exactly what happened that night but it gives you a little backstory on scotland's history with ufos yeah and it, there is quite a rich history with ufo phenomena in scotland that i really wasn't aware of and mm. that's why i'm like mm. i've seen I mean, something in the sky I've, I've explained this once before right i'm not going to say it's an alien or whatever i know it wasn't a plane uh this was a early morning i used to leave at like five in the morning to cycle to work and i looked up and there's no there's no light pollution at that time in the morning and I looked up, and I was bet- I was just coming out between Mid Calder to go to uh, towards Bathgate, and I look up, and it's uh, completely dark, lots of stars. It was actually really nice, and then I saw this like light, and it was just like wow, could have been a star or whatever, a meteor or something, but it was really cool, and it moved really really fast. Got another question here from Abby Crawford: Do you have a Michael mask behind you? Uh, no. <laughs> it's so hard to coordinate <laughs> with the camera, isn't it? <laughs> That's actually Michael. He's just jammed in there. <laughs> he's, just, he's just kicking about now. This is where he hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> he's part the of really him. creepy thing is he's actually got a dead body under that mask and we just don't know about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at those eyes. Shows the crazy eyes, Kev. Which ones? There's, there's many. Uh, uh, you've seen them. Anyway. <laughs> Um, the thing about the thing that makes the uh, the book so profound is uh, Malcolm was one of the people that interviewed him frequently uh, before mm-hmm. uh, Bob Taylor died. Um, so I think that's quite a a profound thing about the book. It's one of the things that yeah. makes it quite special. Be be good to I mean maybe have the opportunity to speak to him at some point. Um, Absolutely. Um, if, I mean, if he does happen to be watching, it'd be cool to to be able to get in touch. So let us know if you are. We could maybe go and hang out in Deckman and film a wee something. I'm Call thinking. Us. I'm thinking there's a a jibber jabber camp night coming. <laughs> hey, that'd be pretty cool. That would again, be very cool. Yeah, yeah. Colin Stead says there is a large round water storage container on the other side of the M8. That one skeptic says Bob Taylor scene. So Bob Taylor wandered across a busy motorway to get back to his truck. Just another ridiculous theory. Aye. Aye. Also, remember, he works there. Yeah, Aye. Aye. The guy knows the land the well. Aye. He knows the land very well. You sure it wasn't just a water tank, eh? And you fell, and that's what happened to your legs. Aye. <laughs> Aye. I, got, I got ragdolled by a water tank, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Anthony Hayes says, Hi, guys. Working on the pretext, you guys are genuine. Have any of you been to Bluebell Hill or... Rendislam Forest. <laughs> Rendislam. Rendislam. <laughs> Mate, I'm just trying to read. I'm just trying to get through this. Not, <laughs> Two places not, I've experienced profound. That's, Rend- that's Rendlesham Forest. Not Rendlesham um, Forest, eh? Yeah. Right, right. I'm, pretty <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure there was a quite quite a big feature in that in Peter McHugh's book, which we, mm-hmm. we read for yeah. his interview that we did on here a long time ago. Uh, Dr. That's... Peter McHugh, it was the what was the, the the paranormal woods of Britain, I think something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um 
if I've got it here, I could get the exact yeah, title. Yeah, we, we had him on. You can go back and we, we talk a little bit about that back when we had mm. Peter McHugh on. As for, so working on the pretext, we are genuine. We're genuine yeah. fans of yes. reading about this stuff. We're not uh, UFO experts or not experts at, at anything. We're not. just guys that love to talk <laughs> about the, the facts that are presented to us and the stuff Absolutely. that may not be factual. So we're, yeah. we're genuinely interested in it and we'll we, go that extra mile to kind of experience stuff. Yeah. But we're we not, don't, we're we don't believe... We don't believe everything that we're told, um, but if we think a story has merit, then we'll, we'll look into it. Yeah. Absolutely. And Heather, ah, you can come. <laughs> <laughs> you sure, I? You sure she can ah, come, I, can come. I can come. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> uh, I, um, Robert, uh, Bob, had passed away in 2007, which some time ago now. Um, it would have been really cool to have had more done, Yeah, you know, in regards to content. With, with Bob, just to kind of... Uh, did he not do a lie detector as well? Because they were quite spot oh, on. They were quite... They, they, were quite uh, they did a lot, of, a lot of analysis on him, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anthony Hayes says, do you believe the Yeti and E.T. are the same? No. Well, no. <laughs> no. no. Um, I have heard this theory before about um, the Yeti and, and even like Bigfoot being an alien and stuff like that. No. I don't believe Defend. in Bigfoot. I don't believe in the Yeti. I think these are... Tales of folklore that were designed to to terrify if... kids, or people mistaking bears for th- things that they're not. Um, mm. uh, and I, nah, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Bigfoot guy, to be honest. There's I more st- to this Bigfoot thing, by the way. I still believe that there's. Well, I don't know if I believe is a strong word. I'm leaning towards the the possibility of a skunk ape still existing, mm. and what's one of the leading sort of suggestions of if there was to be Bigfoot, that's what it would be, as a skunk ape. Mm. Um, and if you've no idea what they are, look them up. They're, they're awesome, but they went extinct quite a while ago. Uh, but the possibility of them still being alive is one of the leading things for a Bigfoot. Just a little bit mm. of information. Colin Stead says, I don't think Bob Taylor did a lie detector test. Then I'm getting my wires crossed. It would have been Aye. the other guy. It's the other guy from Fire in the Sky. He done the lie detector test and passed. Mm. Oh, what's that guy's name again? Yeah, not. You know, I need. I need to rewatch that Robert movie. Patrick. I've seen it when I was way too Great young. Um, <laughs> just just Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> it's, it's Peter Mayhew nice. hanging it. Can any of you guys do a, a decent Chewbacca? No, no, I've tried. I know a guy that does it so well, but I can't. No. Yeah. I always try and do it. And it just comes out like a just like a gargle. <laughs> See, it's just. That was the bad. And that answers the question. If we, I do a bit. I do a better Yoda. My Yoda's better. Uh-huh. In fact, I bet you used. To, I bet you used to can do Yoda. You used to. Mm. <laughs> As, um, I'll ask that again. Can you do Yoda? <laughs> like, mm. Mm. See, my man Zakova says hello. Late, but I'm here now. So uh, late you are. Tuned in. Here the, now uh, you are too. <laughs> just tuned in for the paranormal patter on the UFO chat. Sasquatch maybe works for the elites. Uh, I think up, we're there, up there with the lizard people, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ian does it so good. Oh, that's uh, keep that to yourself. <laughs> F that movie, Fire in the Sky, traumatized me as a kid. Of course, Aye. it would. Why did you watch it as a kid? Fire in the Sky was like a, a really fecked up x-files episode mm. as a movie that's that's Aye. what that was absolutely um pretty and, terrifying stuff in there yeah so here's the thing with with it being deckman right there's so many people now 
because when I used to live right next to it, I used to go there all the time. And so many people now walking their dog late night. And that. that's probably what I would do if I lived, still live next to it. I would take my dog up there like late night because I like to get out. <laughs> and uh, no one, no one's kind of, we live in a, a world now where we've got our phones in our mm -hmm. pockets at all times and our phones are shooting in 4K. Mm -hmm. You know, if it was really a hot spot, I mean, just look at it from a, skeptics kind of view if it was really a hot spot for all this kind of stuff then where's all the footage and it's the same mm -hmm. as as really anywhere isn't it but then that's <sighs> also the same theory that if if there is anything that would involve somebody looking up from their phone mm -hmm. <laughs> you actually have to notice it in the first place before you can take a picture of it that's, that's so true anthony hayes says do you guys know who the name of the first et on film uh are you no. talking about in, in movies? Or are you talking um, about the, the thing from Area 51 that they gave a name to? Because that was another uh, thing with the little grey alien that they gave a name to. Phones weren't there though, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Aye, of course. About, then, about, in current, in the, yeah, in the current climate, there, it, mm -hmm. there should be, there should be, in fact, do you know, I was going to say there should be so much more footage. There is loads of footage, right? Mm -hmm. There's loads of footage of UFOs. That you get a new, a new UFO video every day. The problem that we've got now is that the world is saturated with very accessible, very accessible video editing software. It's, yes. it's easy for people to fake things. It's also easy for people to film genuine things and people say that they're fake because mm -hmm. this stuff is so widely available. And like, well, get it analyzed then, prove that it's real. Not everybody can afford to do that. You know, and you're talking, these are people, just normal people. Like, like I couldn't I couldn't afford to send a UFO video to a, a professional video analyst to get it forensically investigated to prove something to you. If you want me to do that, you fucking pay for it. Anyway, sorry. Somebody um, asking you to do that, like, uh, you got no, but that's, have, that's, you got, that's, have you got something really good? Is this I, what what you know, telling us, we could use it for the show. I'll show you after the show because it's unbelievable. Uh -huh. I, I made it yesterday. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I think the legacy of this incident kind of is the fact that when you think about Scotland, that probably is the UFO incident. When it comes to even so much as the UK, yeah, yeah, I, th yeah, I think there's there's plenty of sightings. I know that Bonnie Bridge uh, certainly used to be a, a, a UFO hotspot as well. Bonnie Bridge is kind of uh, a bit further north. Yeah, um, Lanark, Grangemouth, that sort of not Lanark, Falkirk, Falkirk, Grangemouth, mm -hmm. that sort of area. Bonnie Bridge, mm -hmm. um, that used to be a hotspot. No kind of UFO landings like we're kind of talking about here. Um, Kev, I say kind of all the time, like you know, I never used to do that. Didn't even realize um, I'd done it. Nah, no, you do. Um, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I mean, this is like a bona fide, like close encounter of the fourth kind sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, Keith says, but how can you genuinely say what something we've seen is fake? Mm. That's that's the problem. Uh, the, yeah. Unfortunately, the, there is no. You you don't you didn't have access to or uh, you, you weren't able to provide any photographic or video evidence from from that incident that you're talking about. I um, mean, it, it was it was it 1979. Is that the, yeah, 1979. 1979. 
I mean, there weren't there weren't even video recorders in most houses. Not everybody had a camcorder in their pocket, and not everybody even had a a, a normal camera in their pocket. Polaroid was big at the time. Um, those are big chunky things. You don't take them everywhere you go. You don't take them to the theater. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, anybody taking a Polaroid in a the theater is going to get smacked in the face and punted out the back. So we we know that it's not always possible to capture evidence. The point that we're making is nowadays it really is. Nowadays, if you see something, if you're quick enough, you'll get it on film. Aye. Um, and there should be more. There should be more out there. And also, I think one of the things as well is people talk about uh, like debunking information and debunking photos and stuff like that. There are a lot of, from what I've seen and people talking in interviews and have a conversation with people, people that don't believe it don't want to. So mm-hmm. in, there's an instant dis- disassociation with like, yeah, it can't be true. It's not true because I, I just, it's not. Like, well, you're not really <laughs> opening. You're not really thinking about it then, are you? Like, but these, they just, there's an instant, just straight away no and they don't want it to be true. Do you know, mm. I think a, a similar, like, I, I feel a similar way about like religion and God. Like, so I hope it's not true because I've said a lot of bad things. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't want to be in the fiery pits of hell. Um, so eternal I think there damnation, is damnation, that's what you're on. Yeah, for. yeah, eternal damnation. I, I'm not into that. Um, well, you might still have nine lives left, so. Who knows? <laughs> possibly, possibly. We need to clear that up. By the way, there's yeah. that's still bugging me. Uh, we'll have them back on, and we can we can debate it. Yeah, yeah um, let's call, debate that. Colin, uh, Colin, uh, uh, Kieran, read out what Colin says. <laughs> uh, it says uh, on the night of the sky watch at Deckman, the police turned up in the car park at two a.m. because Sunday reported cars parked and dogging going on. <laughs> they do say it's a dog, dog walking area. That's the right? <laughs> here's the thing. Where was the proof that there was any dogging going on? Was there photographic evidence? Was there any HD movie? Mm-hmm. That's yes. It. <laughs> probably. Probably. That's the thing. Uh, Heather Dow says, ha 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 ha. Calling that funny. Keith says, you aren't 54 and can't remember something like this. Sorry, guys, if I'm being out to be a freak. Uh, no, you're not being out to be a freak at all. No. We, no. I, I don't know if, if maybe there's been a crossed wire here somewhere, but we're not taking the piss at all, man. No, no. Um, you, 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 saw, you saw what you saw. You weren't mm. able to provide evidence because the, the, the equipment to give it wasn't there. Do you mm. know? It, 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 what I'm saying is mm. now, nowadays, everybody's got a camera in their pocket. Yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. And that's yeah. all that's all, all of us are saying. There's no... I think, mm. I think he thinks we're... Can no, it no, 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 no. We're, I, and... we're not. By the way, we've all had experiences, all three of us, mm. where yep. if we were to say it right now, everybody would be like, okay, where's your proof? And we can't I know. I, once, mate, I swear to God, I once seen a BMW indicating. <laughs> one, <laughs> I saw that. If I, don't have, a, I don't have it on video. Evidence. I could have made a fortune off that video. <laughs> if, I got, if I caught a BMW indicating on video, I could have made more money than Bob. No. Bob didn't really make that much money, though. No, That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, I could have made more money than Bob by catching a BMW in the game. Aye, so we we absolutely, if someone tells us to see something, then we're absolutely mm-hmm. going to take them at the word. Uh, Dude, we had John Edmonds on this show. Look up John Edmonds. <laughs> I think uh, exactly. Keith will know who John Edmonds is uh, <laughs> for everybody yeah. that's listening now. Go back yeah. and look at our episode with the John Edmonds where he had aliens coming into his house and he killed them with a samurai sword. And yeah. it was funny because it used to be a brothel. His house used to be a brothel, and I was like, well. 
Now we know why all the aliens were stopping off. <laughs> See, <laughs> See that last uh, like, comment. Yeah, I knew you said we were going to get bumped in here. I didn't even think you meant this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, excellent. Um, I see that last uh, comment for Keith that you had up, Kevin. This uh-huh. is uh, I knew what I seen. I, mm-hmm. I was uh, was going through loads of interviews earlier on with Bob Taylor, and there's a, a part of it that's actually just quite. After years of obviously him being told he was a skeptic and a liar, and it was all made up and all these things, there's a, a part where he's given an interview, and he just looks so sad and so dishevelled, and he says, uh, "I know what I seen." And I believe what I've seen, but you could hear mm-hmm. that he's just so close to just being like, "Go and just leave me alone." Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it, it, to be to have an experience like that, and same with same with Keith as well. To have an experience like that and just be completely bombarded for years to say that you've made it up, and you know wholeheartedly you haven't. It must be mm-hmm. harrowing. Do we do we know? Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if it, if it's in uh, Malcolm's book. Um, do we know who? Bob's first point of contact was after his it wife. happened. His wife. It was his wife. wife. And then what yeah. happened then? Did his wife go to the papers or did his wife phone the police? Did, police, I think. I think it was the police that they went. Oh, yeah, she went right to the police. Your trailer. See, <laughs> 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 Matthewman says, I always thought the alien thing was partly covered up due to if they existed, then it would knacker most religious stories. Very valid point. Yep. And says, says, Nobody's doubting you, Keith. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that? Keith. Do you know what this is telling me? This is telling me that Keith has gone through a lot of people, Aye. really kind of taking the piss and laughing at him. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of taking the piss and laughing, but not not, not anything that you're saying, man. Not us. you've got a, you've got a family here. That's the thing is you're not. This is not aimed at you. Exactly. Look at mm-hmm. mate. Look at that glass. That glass makes me feel like less of a man every time I look at it. Keith says, <laughs> "Check out Malcolm's Wang Wang incident." <laughs> Wait a minute, I don't know if I want to check out any guy's wang incident. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I type in lang wang online, that's going to cause me problems. <laughs> no. Just make sure you're using a VPN. That would oh. have been a good plug for Shortcut, right? <laughs> this video is sponsored by NordVPN, not us, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a comment here for you to read, Kieran. All right. So, uh, Anthony says, uh, oh, Bluebell Hill is an extremely supernatural place. Heard stories about it when I was a kid. One day driving in with my brother-in-law who took the wrong turn, I experienced a strange deathly feeling whilst looking out of the window of the car. I visioned someone hanging from a certain tree and felt like I'd gone over someone's grave. I didn't say anything to my brother-in-law and didn't have a clue where we were or the area we were in, nor knew much about the area at the time. Mm. I need to look into that. That sounds quite a, quite a, quite a weird place. Yeah, uh, we should maybe go there with some cameras. Keith says, mm-hmm. genuinely, lads, I delivered to Bob and he didn't want the publicity. Mm. Delivered what to him? Uh, were you like a delivery? Posty. Posty. No. Uh, his well, wife phoned the doctor. Phoned the doctor. Ah. Yeah, that's right. If I was an alien now talking to you, let's take this, I'd be a mutant. Lol, lol, lol. Uh, class. Ah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, that does, says 100% percent support keith uh aye keith aye, says absolutely. trust me 
I keep we trust you, man. We believe you. <laughs> you Honestly, we you, trust don't you. Need, you don't need to be so defensive, man. We we, we do. I this, think this that's linked to his next comment, to be fair. Yeah. Trust me, Lang Wang is a belter. You're no, you're no talking up there, here. Uh, I've driven. Uh, to be fair, I used to drive the Langwang Road all the time going into Edinburgh for uni. So I know it really well. But again, it's something I've never known there was any incident or any issue. Imagine phoning you your see... missus. Imagine phoning your missus. All right, hen, where are you? She's like, I'm on the Langwang. Like, no, Get after no, no, no. I'm driving along the Langwang. <laughs> hey, I've been on a Langwang. Let's just. <laughs> Ah, that's a t-shirt. Uh, I would love to hear all three of you guys' stories. Um, which stories? We have many stories. Uh, no, I think this, this is specifically Aye. about UFOs. About UFOs. I've got one unexplainable Zero. thing. I can't. I can't. I've never been able to work out what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I was Before driving years. home. I was driving home one night uh, many many years ago, um, and uh, it was quite late at night. And I had the radio on the car as you normally do, and I was coming along the M8. Um, just towards Livingston and the radio kind of cut um, not fully but kind of cut and like sort of reshuffled its frequency and started essentially just talking words like just not even coherent words but just one two syllable words on and off and then about 30 seconds later cut back to the the, the channel that I had it on mm. um, and it didn't last very long but I, I have never worked out what that was about what happened and it wasn't as if I was using like a an in-car frequency uh, setter to listen to my phone or iPod at the time or whatever. It was nothing like that. So it's not as if it reconnected to somebody else's frequency. And also it was like two in the morning, so there was nobody else around. Mm. Um, so I've never quite been able to explain what that was about. Mm. Mine, mine was, um, I think I hadn't long passed my driving test. I think I was maybe 19, 18, 19 at the time. And I was driving... Uh, I think I was driving up to Lanark Lock. I used to like to just drive up to Lanark Lock on my own just to have a, a walk around it and stare at the stars and think. Because um, I was, you mean stare at the stars and drink? I was angsty. Yeah. I was one of these angsty <laughs> young guys. Yeah. And uh, it was on the road from Longridge um, up to Breek. Um, I could see an orange kind of flickering light in the sky. I'm like, what, what the hell is that? And... Um, I just kept my eyes on it, and the closer I got, I, I couldn't, I honestly couldn't believe what I was looking at. It was a BMW indicating at the lights. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> thought we were going somewhere there. Um, um, Mike? No, yes, I, I, do, I, do have, I do have a genuine story, though, um, and it's got nothing to do with BMWs. Um, but the, there was, I, I was with my cousin, uh, we were over the, the, the back fence from my mum and dad's house. No, everybody knew somebody that had the field over the back fence. Absolutely. Uh, well, that was no, my mum and dad. There was like a, an area behind the, the back fence where we would like kick a ball about or chip a golf ball or whatever. And <laughs> um, basically, I, I don't even know if he'll remember this. Um, that's a good get out clause for somebody that's making something up. <laughs> uh, but I'm not. Um Basically, kind of over towards the east, we saw what looked like. Unfortunately, it's an orange light, not not an indicator. Um, it was like a, a kind of orange light. Um, there was no sound. It wasn't like there was no sound of a plane or a helicopter or anything like that. It was just an orange kind of oblong shape, and it, it just kind of did. It was we could see it in the distance, and it just kind of did this and disappeared, mm-hmm. and it was gone. 
<clears throat> when I'm at the time, we were like that. That was a UFO. Like I remember kind of running back into the house and telling my mum and dad. Um, but it's looking back on it, I'm like that direction is exactly the direction of Edinburgh Airport. Hmm. So, it, it must be my memory messing with me or being a kid and and just, just wanting to see a UFO and telling myself that's what it was, telling my cousin. Do you know I don't know if it was a genuine experience or not, and that mm. really bugs me, but I did see a BMW indicating. Yeah. Well, I, I have a story, um, and my story basically goes like this. Hee-haw! <laughs> I've had nothing. I've not really had anything that I can actually say, yeah, that's a there's a UFO. I've had that thing move in the sky. That's about it. I, I did see something probably a, a month ago. I was driving the A71 from uh, my house to work and I saw something fall from the sky. Now, it probably wasn't a UFO. It might have been some kind of meter or something, but it glowed with a like a green hue. Mm-hmm. Like, not unlike this. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I've kind of tried to dramatically light myself with. Um, <laughs> but it, it was... I mean, this was in the morning, so it was. It was. It must have been the normal time. I'm on that part of the road is probably about five thirty-five in the morning, and it was just a green ball that just fell and then disappeared. So I think I seen something burning up in the atmosphere, and whatever Mm. it was, it it burned green. It was just cool to see. That's pretty cool, Mm. Kieran. You can read this one if you like. Uh, So Eve Crawford said. Abby Crawford, I remember this incident as if it was yesterday. I was 10 years old and my auntie Margaret ran home to get her makeup uh, retouched and off she went to the site. Her parting words were, they can't be any worse than the men down here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, she's she's that lassie lassie in Independence Day on the top of the roof. Come on, take me! Uh, Anthony Hayes says, "Have you guys ever experienced something so supernatural you're afraid to talk about it?" No, no we pretty much. I'll have talk said about absolutely anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, we pretty much. Ke- like, Kieran, <laughs> I, in fact, no, 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 nothing, nothing. Anybody's afraid to talk about. I mean, no, I, we, I think there's there's more earthly things that I'd be more afraid to talk about than supernatural. If it's something truly supernatural, what I thought was supernatural happened to me, I'd be all over talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've 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 only had a handful of experiences. Uh, talking about paranormal stuff and experiencing that stuff, which is why we started the show. We wanted to talk to people. We wanted to reach out to people that have had experiences. We wanted to cover experiences. We wanted to talk about it and just kind of experience it. You know, some of it might be daft and not real, uh, and some people might hold not a lot of credibility, but a lot of people do, and that's kind of what we want to share and kind of just get that conversation going and build that wee community. Uh, Keith said, look into it, lads. We absolutely will. He says, maybe a future discussion. Hey, it definitely will be. This is a paranormal part. Anthony Hayes says, shouldn't have told you, Tony, as a mutt. Bigfoot in the mouth. Hmm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Keith says, by the way, really enjoyed this tonight. Hey, Keith, we've yeah. really enjoyed it and really enjoy having Aye. you here as well. Uh, even though, although I've been defense in defense of Bob. You don't need we've to defend Bob. No, yeah. we, we fully, uh, I, well, most of us are certainly uh, all completely agree with what mm-hmm. he's seen. We weren't there, so we can't say he didn't. You know, yeah. I, I think um, I think you, you always have to put a sceptical view on things to keep things on an even keel. I think mm-hmm. if everybody just believed everything, the yeah. world would be absolutely mental. I mean, it's mm-hmm. mental enough, but you mm-hmm. have to question some things, but we are well, well 
on the side of believing than oh, the non-believers. Absolutely. Nothing that was said tonight was meant to be uh, a slight on anything that you said um, or any no. any any re, any recount of the story for, from Bob. Uh, we just we just like to we like to make light of more serious things, uh, even even if the paranormal isn't seen as a serious thing. We mm -hmm. like to make light of basically anything. Another um, thing, but if there's details there, we want to hear them. And that's that's basically it. we have to ask questions. You can't not ask questions. If you if you don't ask questions, you never find out the truth. When you look at it, right, Bob had more evidence than there was not evidence. Yep. Yep. Right. So he had more evidence to support what he said than there wasn't. And there was no actual explanation as to why no. there was markings on the ground that said that the uh, something had to have risen. The yep. marks that were then forensically checked on his, his uh, legs. Um, so th there's more in his favor than there's not. So I think we should always go with that and go, you know, give the guy the benefit of the doubt and, and take him at his word, which is what I would do anyway if I was speaking to anyone. You know, yeah. In this particular I, I wish... example... Because in this particular example, it was there's so much evidence pointing towards it. It's the only case ever mm -hmm. investigated by the police and the CID. That kind exactly. of weighs in how much there actually was attached to it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Kieran, you want to read that? Oh, you're getting me to the wall, are you? The only reason he's not getting me to read these things is because I have to keep doing this. Kevin Lee put the camera on me. I right, has got to just. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Uh, so basically, Anthony Hayes says, uh, a guy I worked with was in the SAS. Uh, he once said to me that why would aliens with the tech that they have, uh, if they exist, travel so far and not show themselves? Because they would be way beyond intelligent that anything human beings could possibly imagine, <laughs> as we can't do what they have achieved. <laughs> we sorry human beings haven't been able to <laughs> beat an alien planet and adopted one. Well... I don't know. Uh, it depends if you agree with the fact that they exist in the same plane as us. So if they did come here, we wouldn't be able to see them. And occasionally okay, yeah. we might get a wee glimpse. And you know, there's there's so many scoped arguments mm. for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also that's another t-shirt getting made. <laughs> Human <TV>. beings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. I we, love we, that. That's uh, our thing. <laughs> We're totally going to create... Us three as aliens, right? Absolutely. Just have it, human beings. Can be the second one next to this. Hey, can we have yeah. a third one? Uh, and, uh, I can see and, a new phone home. Get the dinner on. And, uh, we, can, uh, we can credit Anthony for it and get, send them Absolutely. some royalties. Michaela says, kids are more prone to seeing ghosts and abnormal things, maybe because they genuinely have an open mind before all the influence and everything around them sets in. So maybe you did see a UFO, but your mind convinced you it wasn't like that because you had to logically explain it to yourself when you grew up that's the the age-old story eh? there's movies yeah. i mean that's that that's as sad as, as we've got a lot of comments here just going to kind of fire through them so everybody gets a chance to say their piece janice mm. says i think you guys are awesome for that oh thanks thanks janice we think you're thank also you. awesome and everybody that tunes in and spends <laughs> their time with us you guys are all right. awesome you rock uh, heather dow says she doesn't i'm kidding <laughs> 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 says, talk about it so it's less taboo than it used to be hopefully we get more real stories that's exactly what we do here that's why we want to chat about it we want real yep. stories and unfortunately bob's no longer with us but if, if he was mate yep. we could have went to his house and filmed with him we could have had him live yep. in person and talked about yeah. it you know and that's that 
again would open up that conversation to people that might not have ever had that conversation again i'm going to put mm -hmm. out an invitation to to speak to keith, mm -hmm. uh, if, keith. He, if, if, he, if he wants so did i get the name wrong no 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 it, it was no. keith would love to speak to you in more depth about this without even with without all this you know yeah. we don't need we really need to do it live we could come and we could talk and we could we could film it and we could put something together um it'd be cool to, to actually have a discussion as opposed to i mean comments online are great but you can never really get the nuance of human conversation in comments mm -hmm. and i think Absolutely. that's one of the things that kind of gets in the way and that's one of the reasons most people argue online Mm -hmm. Typheron says, also as accountability, you can't punch somebody through a PC screen. That's why. <laughs> Typheron <laughs> says, back in the 90s, me and a bunch of friends saw a bright light to the north. It was getting dark, and shortly afterwards, there were some lights appeared over Cairn Papel and moved about. Yeah, the Bathgate Hills, man. Mm -hmm. That's apparently quite, and I'm quite close to that, so I don't see anything, yep. to be honest, and I've got a good view. I don't see anything, unfortunately. Not yet, but maybe I will. In fact, there was, and I'll tell you that towards, before we wrap up, right, I'll tell you the story. It's a funny story. I thought I'd seen a UFO. We'll get to that, right? Uh, remind me. Anthony Hayes mm -hmm. says, have any of you ever seen a halo around the moon? Real occurrence, strangest things to see in the sky when you see the moon shining bright and the clear round circle cut out around the clouds. Science doesn't explain why it occurs properly. I've never seen that. It doesn't mean it. It's not a thing. I probably could find it on Google mm. if you. Really I've heard it. of it, um, and I think I would probably put that down to light refraction, um, and your eye sort of a, not really been able to fully adjust. The thing is, the moon is pretty bright. You don't really mm. realize it. The moon is bright, and the halo around could be your eyes not being able to focus on the actual light refraction from the moon itself, or the light reflecting from the moon. Uh, back through our atmosphere causing a halo around its shape it, to me it seems like it could almost be like a lens flare but on the lens of your eye ah, mm -hmm. same idea yeah. i think that's what Ian just said wasn't it <laughs> pretty much i just used bigger words i just used bigger words i sadly it's a lens flare in your push huh? <laughs> you're if nothing but a man of the people jmac <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Craig Masman says they probably see how much of a fanny the human race is and say, if that. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I would love to, like, that statement. See the human race? It's a fanny. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <brilliant. laughs> We kind of yeah. covered, they kind of mentioned that about the, the thing to do with the ancient aliens theory about the pyramids and stuff, about mm -hmm. how we are, uh, or technically it could be uh, uh, basically an experiment. That they just drop in on every now and again to see how we're doing. <laughs> Human beings. Yeah. Yes. Um, That's it. Colin says UFO displaying bright lights, trying to hide from us by making themselves as bright as possible, doesn't make any sense. That's what I, I said. Spot on I there, mate. That. Spot on. Yep. He also says yep. halo around the moon is caused by ice crystals in the atmosphere. Well, holy shit. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, Travelling to Wales with my partner and her friend, I got that same feeling owls looking out a train window <laughs> i went cold i literally felt like i went over someone's grave my partner friend saw my face and asked was i okay do you want me to I'm do this glad... <laughs> mate i'm reading exactly as it's written go on then Aye. I, see. I, I, I can I can sort out grammar in my head before i say it no. <laughs> i don't want to i'm i'm being real to the people so i'm glad i told them both at the exact moment uh, that I felt that someone had died and I walked over the grave. As I said, that train came into a sudden halt. 
uh, half an hour later, the driver of the train came onto the tannoy. tannoy. Yeah, right there, right, Jamie. And said he was sorry for the delay, but someone had basically jumped in front of the train. I'm assuming that's basically. Well, that's aye. Aye. Um, yeah, it's kind of that's a bad way to go. Um, I don't it's know. Not great. No, yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes being on the train is worse. You ever done Scott Rail? <laughs> so, uh, it's sponsored it's, uh, by Scott Rail. <laughs> There's no one. <laughs> um, right. So before before we kind of wrap up, I had a story there about uh, you. You've got your story to tell, right? So I was looking at my window, right? My window kind of. We have a guy that works with us on the pretty much all the projects that's not directly the podcast. His name's Sebastian Seb. You'll see him credited everywhere. Um, he does a lot of our footage that you see on our YouTube. He's one of our camera guys and then some. Well, my house is quite close to his and I can see pretty much his roof. And I looked out my window one day and I was like, what the hell is that? And what it looked like was like a, a spinning, such just something like a disc spinning above his house. And it was just stationary. It was just there spinning. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like what the hell is that? Because you know that way when you're like, wow, am I seeing something? Because you're like, I've never seen this before in my life. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I'm looking at it. And you know that way where you look at something for so long that your eyes start to play tricks on you? Mm-hmm. Right? I looked at it so long and I'm like, what's that? I text Seb. I take a picture and I, I text Seb. I'm like, mate, go inside your house. I'm like, UFO above you. He's like, no way. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, the Pentagon had just said that they're all real in that. Look, there's one above your house. Right? <laughs> and then it moved. And I seen, like, the string attached to it. It was a kid with a kite. And it was the way it was blown oh, in the wind. That it kept wow. it stationary there. Some, some wee lassie had a kite above his house. And I felt like a daft saying that to Seb. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, coming out his house like, where's this? It's okay. <laughs> That's that old song. UFO, Let's man. go convince someone there's a UFO in the sky. Let's <laughs> go convince someone there's a UFO is, in the sky. I can't even do it twice. Though, but that experience to me was so real because but it goes from to my perception. You, it yeah. shows you how easy things are mm-hmm. to mis- misperceive and mis- exactly. And that's my point. I was Absolutely. like, oh my god, like this is such. I think because of, because of what I could see and where I could see it from, and then it only when it moved, I was like, ah, it's not what I thought it was. But had I not seen that move, I'd have been convinced that that was that forever. You know, mm-hmm. that's not that's not to discredit anybody that has seen something. That's just me saying in my own experience. Uh, Anthony says, "Mutt, and out, guys. Take care. Nice interacting with human beans, lol." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure, mate. Thank you for tuning in with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the best guys cheers <laughs> cheers from the, big <laughs> the rebel oh, who is this guy <laughs> oh, no, he's, a, he's an absolute oh. hero <laughs> new new nope film has kites in the poster yeah I, I don't know if I'm fancying that one I'm going to check that out um, but yeah guys it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you all night and thanks to everybody that's tuned I in talk, I could talk about this for another hour easily ah, this is uh, it's ah. frustrating Go over to J-Max Facebook where he'll be going live <laughs> to talk about this one. And this is what you'll see. All right. <laughs> Anybody might talk to me. You should maybe so, maybe open up the, the, the floodgates over on Clubhouse. We've yet to do a Clubhouse. Um, and that's somewhere we could actually really do it and really go deep and not get censored. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Thanks to everybody that's tuned in tonight. It's been a lot of years and you've stuck with us this whole episode, which has been amazing. Yeah. This is this is a 
one of the shows we do, it's a Paranormal Patter, which is aside from the other stuff we do, which is movie watch-alongs. We talk about movies, we review movies, all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Pop culture and all of that, very cool stuff. But we usually do these shows bi-weekly. If there's anything you guys would like to see us talk about, or we can even go out and you know film, then hit us up in the the inbox. Yeah, one, <laughs> the one inbox. I actually I texted you about this the other day, mm-hmm. Kevin, and uh, I would maybe like some audience input on it. I'd like to mm-hmm. do a little kind of mini documentary on haunted pubs in Scotland. So if anybody's mm-hmm. got any recommendations for pubs to get in contact with, to maybe yeah. try and speak to owners, get some interviews, maybe some experiences, uh, let us know um, in the email, which is jibberjabberscotland at gmail.com not to mention you can go to our store which is jibberjabberstore.co.uk where Heather makes the greatest as you can see we're wearing all our merch tonight uh, we're wearing the official Paranormal Patter hoodie, J-Max got the jumper of the jibberjabber <laughs> podcast should we explain why I'm not wearing the jibberjabber podcast um, bloody Paranormal Patter hoodie should we go why? with that uh, oh I, no, maybe not, maybe not, just in case. No, like, oh, no we well, shall. Buy. We okay, shall, it's perfect. because I'm a lot bigger than I thought I was when I ordered the <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I put it on, I was like, it's a bit snug. I had to get helped out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get helped out. Oh. In all fairness, last time I, I had to I get... I started <sighs> feeling like Ryan Reynolds and Buried. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> the last time I had to get helped out of something is I tried on Michaela's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, do you know what's funny? I can see here, right, the 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 reactions. I can just see, like, a, a, an array of them. And after you said that, like, the wee laughing emojis just came through. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Hayes says, before I go, how the storm in your areas? As Batman say, a storm is coming, taking a battering, so battening down the hatches, the hatches and stay safe. Reliant out. <laughs> By the way, on no that note, storm. have any of you guys ever seen a movie called Take Shelter? No, no, take shelter. It's uh, Michael Shannon. Do you know the big guy with the dark eyes? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and I think uh, what's what's the guy's name that was in Boardwalk Empire? Um, Shea Wiggum. Yeah. Um, and he, um, Michael Shannon, plays a guy who's convinced that there's this like end of the world storm coming, and nobody believes him, and he's building a shelter. Everybody thinks he's nuts. Um, it's one of these: is he nuts? Is he not? Kind mm-hmm. of movies. Fucking fantastic. Aye. Check it out. Good. Aye. Check it out. It really is worth a watch. Okay. Uh, Jenny says that would be awesome. And Craig Matthewman says a haunted pub crawl. That's the plan. That's absolutely the plan. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, it's been amazing. Guys, if you want to see us cover your specific favorite topic, Mm. hit us up at jibberjabberscotland at gmail.com if you were only listening to this episode you can also check it out on YouTube Facebook, everywhere that we are live visually and you can see all the clips as well and if you fancy tuning in live hit the subscribe button and see when we next go live which is usually every Friday uh, and there's always more episodes to come throughout the week as well so just stay up to date with us on social media and we'll uh will absolutely be there for you guys like you guys are there for us guys anything you'd like to say to our fine audience tonight before we check out just once again if you know any decent haunted pubs get in touch do it through the facebook page at jibber jabber podcast do it through the email at jibberjabberscotland.gmail.com got it mm-hmm. right yes uh-huh. uh, or you know just type in jibber jabber podcast and get in touch and, absolutely uh, 
we'll certainly give it some consideration. And thanks mm -hmm. for watching again tonight. I know there was a lot of you guys here tonight, and it was great to have such a, a good audience engagement. And Aye. once again, Keith, we weren't taking the piss. Love you, man. I <laughs> just want to say as well that I, it's uh, it's been good to have a lot of participation. People sending questions and comments mm -hmm. and having like a conversation with them amongst themselves in the comments and stuff. It's always brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, but Absolutely. also, uh, Malcolm, oh, Colin, you, sorry, Colin, major contributor tonight. Uh, mm -hmm. Cheers, Excellent. Colin. We yes. top bad for you. If you hit subscribe, we'll make you a, a top fan. <laughs> good night, <Phil. laughs> again. Were you going to say uh, something there, Kieran, just before we go? I uh, just, uh, Malcolm, your books have not got audiobooks. Let me know. I'll, I'll get them done for you. Not a problem. <laughs> jabber jabber Scotland at gmail.com. <laughs> Take it easy, guys, and thanks again. Adios. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to Paranormal Pattern with Kev, J Mac, and Kieran in association with Jibber Jabber Podcast. You can watch future episodes live on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can also catch up on our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify and any available podcast database. Don't forget to check out our website at www.jibberjabberpodcast.com. Good night and sleep tight. And if you've got any videos of BMWs indicating he's a shout. <laughs>